Did you have a memorable coach in the beginning? In the beginning, no. No, uh, we had a good coach, and we won a lot of games at Sanger High School in the San Joaquin Valley, just outside of Fresno. Mm-hmm. But uh, there wasn't, you know, every coach that I had had some strong points, and I always remember the the, the good points about the coaches. I didn't don't remember many of the bad parts because mm-hmm. you, you don't need those later mm-hmm. in life. But the good things that they did, like my high school coach, Claire Slaughter, he was, you know, he was tough and, and worked us hard. But he wasn't a passing coach. Mm. Uh, junior college coach was was very organized, and uh, my but my college coach probably was the most influential in my early years uh, because Bruce Myers, because uh, uh, the way he treated everybody, the way he uh, mm. he treated us after football, mm-hmm. and the way he treated us to this day, he left a, a big footprint on all of us at College of Pacific, little old College of Pacific which is no longer even playing football. <laughs> so he he's the he's the guy who kind of inspired you to be quiet about it but do it right. I I take yeah. it. He gave you yeah. the biggest inspiration. Hmm. Yeah, he did it and and uh you know his uh, his shadow is uh, still there. He's still alive. He's 91 years old, I think. Wow. Uh and then the other the next one that that was the uh that formed my professional life was Al Davis when when he came to Oakland. He uh, I took a lot of what he had and uh, and went on with it. In many yeah, respects, he was misunderstood, right? I mean, Al Davis is not – you probably know him better than anybody. The The reputation he has is not really who the man was, right? I mean, your take on him is, is going to be of a different way than his public persona. Oh, absolutely. I, I saw every side of him. Uh, and there's a side that never made the, the headlines, uh, never made the, the, uh, the radio, you know, the shows or television shows, uh, the Bob, you know, the, the the talking heads never got into the personal side of him. But that was by design. He he liked to be uh, a mystery man. He liked mm. to be that uh, maverick uh, in, in in a very competitive world. Mm. And uh, but he did have a a, a a soft side for those that that he cared about and those that were loyal to him and and um, and the Raiders. I got asked to go to dinner when Dr. Rosenfeld really took me under his wing in 1989 at Cedars. He said, I want you to come to dinner with me tonight and meet Al Davis. So we go to this gangster Italian restaurant called Mateo's on Westwood. I sit down with these two guys, Al Davis and Rosenfeld, and I'm like so excited. The waiter comes up. Al Davis looks at the waiter and said, bring us some pizza bread. I looked at the menu. I go, there's no pizza bread on the menu. And Rosenfeld and Al Davis look at me and go, we don't care what the menu says. We're getting pizza bread. <laughs> Does that sound familiar to you about Rosenfeld and Al Davis? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, if it's not on the menu, well, we'll make it anyway. <laughs> like I said, Al was not conventional. He, he liked to be off the wall sometimes and unpredictable. Oh, man. Listen, as such a successful man in this beloved sport of football, I got to believe along the way, so many people wanted to meet you. Did you meet Nat King Cole? Did you meet Muhammad Ali? Did you meet President John F. Kennedy? Tell us a little bit about the people that you met along the way that you were a fan of. Well, I met uh, I met Muhammad Ali, uh, sat next to him at a banquet and, and chatted wow. with him and uh, you know, and he was quite a character. I mean, he was always 
a, a big jokester and, and uh, you know pulling little pranks if he could do it. Uh, but it was it was a kind of it was a thrill to be around him because he was such a great fighter and an athlete and personality. And then I got to meet uh, Sugar Ray Robinson, who was uh, when wow. I was a kid growing up. You know, I remember he was at his at his peak. Wow. Uh, so I got a chance to meet him. He came to to uh, our practices a lot, and and some of the other luminaries of of, uh, of Hollywood. Uh, James Gardner was a big fan of ours. He was on our sideline a lot. Mm-hmm. Got a chance to be there. Got a chance to talk to President Reagan after we won our Super Bowl. And we're yeah. looking at each other on the TV, and um, as I accepted the the trophy for the for the uh, the, the LA Raiders at that time. Uh, so it was uh, you know, on and on. When we moved to LA, it was you know, Los Angeles, I should say. It's a, it was an opening. It was a grand adventure mm-hmm. in uh, in a different world. Yes. Let me ask you, Tom. Of all the things of football, let's pretend it's a metaphor for life. There's a beginning of the game, there's the middle of the game, there's the end of the game, just like our lives. From an artistic perspective, what is your favorite part of the game? Is it offense? Is it defense? Is it special teams? Is it a running play? Is it a pass play? Is it all of it, or is there something that you get the most pleasure out of? 